0: and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cammie Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible podcast. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And I have another invincible one to introduce you to today. The entrepreneurial journey is not for the faint of heart. However, in the past 18 years of owning her own businesses, Shelly Niehaus learned that the flexibility and freedom to do what you love far outweighs the risks. Her businesses span three industries of fitness, travel, and photography. These businesses provided income for her family and the ability to serve others in the spaces she felt called to contribute. Along the way, Shelly discovered her true passion was marketing, sales, and implementing organizational systems in business. She now has the privilege of teaching these skills to other entrepreneurs, helping them build a business that allows them... To build a life that they love too. Please welcome Shelly Neehouse, the host of a brand new top-rated podcast. Educated, empowered, inspired. Oh my gosh, Shelly. Oh my gosh. First of all, congratulations to you on your new podcast. And welcome, welcome to the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you so much, Cami. It's great to be here. And I'm so
1: excited to just share about the podcast and learn from all the things that I've done in the launch of the podcast, because it's been a journey and I can't say enough about what an experience it was to learn to,
0: to do that. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, let's do this. Let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible?
1: Well, my journey started in 2004. I was in corporate America, and I was just doing the the thing that that seriously responsible person would do. They had that job, and with the cube and the 401k, and I wore the suit to work, and all the things that I was brought up to think I needed, and that's what I was told I needed. And I just remember looking around one day and thought, I can't do this anymore. I'm miserable. And I was able at the age of 27 to convince my husband I could quit my job and I could replace my income. I'm not sure how I did that at the time, but he was so supportive and he allowed me to do it. And that was the beginning of my first first year of entrepreneurship was back in 2004. And I have grown and evolved through the three industries that I talked about. But the one consistent thing in all three of them is marketing and sales and just learning to market and sell yourself regardless of what industry you're in, it's building a personal bar- a brand around your work and becoming a thought leader. And then that's when I realized in probably 2018 that marketing was where I wanted to really put my, concentrate my efforts. And I wanted to show other businesses how they could market themselves. And th- that was my seg- segue into business coaching because I had seen so much transformation in my own life with when I invested in the right people and the right tools to market my business. One year I tripled my income. And I thought if I can do this, if I can do it, anyone can do it. I'm going to show them how. So that was when I decided this was my my mission in life was to help others learn to create income that would allow them to build that life and make an impact in others because that's what we're all here to do is to show up and impact other people. And I think what makes me invincible is I learned to pivot, not panic. I am such a risk adverse person. And the first time or first two or three times I had to pivot, I was white knuckling everything that I had held on to the corporate job. I was white knuckling my degree, my, my college education. And then every, when I left photography, I was white knuckling 10 years of experience and clients. And every time I had to realize that that was a season that had served me well, but I had to let go of it. I had to stop white knuckling it, let go of it and let go of something good To step into something greater. And that was the biggest lesson I think I've ever learned is that you're not to be stagnant, not to stay stuck, but you have to move forward.
0: I love that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So today we are going to talk about a few things all around business, entrepreneurship, online marketing and systems in business, which, oh my gosh, like that's a big thing now, uh, is just getting those systems in in place. So let's start with the first one. Let's talk about online marketing.
1: I have seen such a huge pivot in our world since the pandemic. Everybody, no matter what business you're in, what industry in, has to have an online presence. And that is really where my business model aligned with the world and the universe that everyone down to the attorney, the dry cleaners down the street, they all realized, "Uh oh, we have to have an online presence. And not only do we have to have an online presence, but we have to have an online presence that stands out because there's so much noise in the world. And if you have just a generic web page with generic stock photography and an email or a phone number you are gonna be passed over in a heartbeat. And so to really learn how to present yourself both online and offline is where I've learned to work with my clients through the photography and now through the business coaching is what do you bring to the table? You are the unique in your business. You have to show your face, you have to show your expertise and you have to make that connection online. And that's where my clients are learning because a lot of them are so good in the everyday world They can knock out that networking event. They know how to do it at the chamber. But then you say, okay, now we're going to take that and put it online. They're deer in the headlights. They don't, they they just freeze. And it's the simple, it's not so simple, but it's the process of teaching them that what we're doing in our everyday life, we can also take those relationships online. And online marketing is just another version of relationship building. And that is how we're going to have to grow if we're going to grow our businesses in the new age you have to be able to have an online presence in addition to your local network or your local presence. I
0: love it. So let's do this. Let's give our listeners three top tips for online marketing. So say they're doing nothing. They don't even know where to start. Let's give them the top three tips. Okay. The first thing is you need to figure out where your potential
1: clients are hanging out. Instead of investing thousands of dollars in a website and all those things, A minimum viable option up and then figure out where your clients are hanging out. Your potential, are you a business coach? Are they on LinkedIn? Are you a local business that has, you know, maybe you're a creator and you have very visual, maybe your clients are on Instagram? And that's where you need to go and start building that presence. So take your first step is to figure out where you think your potential clients, your audience is hanging out and just start to build that online presence. You need to make sure that you're cohesive that you're on brand, that everything you're putting out there is aligned with who you are. And I am going to say this, but this is my big pet peeve. You need some actual pictures of your face on your website, on your business, uh, I mean, on your business pages. You need to see your face because seeing your face in this highly digital age is the fastest way to build credibility. And people can build that know, like and trust factor so much faster if they see your face. So when they do come to your Instagram, so you, first of all, you started your Instagram page or your LinkedIn bio. Step two is you need to show your face because you are the unique in your business and you have to show them why you're different. And that is through personal photography, whether you do a branded session, branding session with a photographer, or you are just posting photos that you're taking, you need to show up and show why you're different because they can, the, the consumer is smart nowadays. They can spot generic, soulless stock photography a mile away. And if you have nothing but stock photos, which are beautifully anesthetic aesthetic, but they have zero connection, that's just going to, they're just going to swipe right by and go to the next person because they want that authenticity. And then the third thing is I would say, and this is another thing where I see a lot of entrepreneurs go wrong with the online space is they go into it of how can I get you to buy my stuff? And they are going in to Instagram, constantly posting promotions or this is what, this is what. And think about that. Would you go into a networking room and go in and say, buy my stuff? And I know there's are some people who do, but in general, the best practice is to start building those authentic relationships. So you show up in your social media and you give, you give value, you give, uh, you show your expertise, you position yourself and you show up and you serve and you do it without expecting anything in in return. And the second they start to see that they're going to go check out your profile. They're going to go check out all the places that I've already told you to put your stuff. And they're going to want to know how to do more business with you, but don't go in with that. Buy my stuff, buy my stuff mentality Think about how you can show up and make an impact and serve others. And just that one mindset shift will really transform the
0: way you show up authentically online. I love it. Okay, one of the biggest no-nos. So what is the one thing you should never do?
1: Well, I kind of touched on that earlier, but I see so many business owners hide behind their products and services. They will not put themselves out there. They... Whether it's Instagram, whether it's a podcast like this, they are terrified to show up. And so if, if they're a Etsy seller or a designer or even medical industries, the worst they have, they've just all the stock photography and they think they can hide behind their expertise. But the problem is in today's world, people are influenced and you don't have to be the big time influencer But if people need that emotional connection with you, they want to know you, they want to like you, and they want to trust you before they're ever going to think about doing business with you. And if there are no photos of you, no videos, nothing, and there's just your products, they are going to go right to the next person that is in your direct sales company. They're going to go right to the next person that's in your market offering the same medical services because they have no connection with you. And today's consumers are savvy. They know what they want and they want that connection first. And that connection is what influences them to take the next step to figure out how to work with you.
0: Mm. So, number one tip do not hide. Stop hiding. Okay, love yes. it. Okay, next, we're going to talk quick about small business and entrepreneurship.
1: Yes, I love working with small businesses. Those are probably my favorite people because. As I mentioned before, a lot of small businesses or solopreneurs, they're really good at what they do. They are amazing designers. They're amazing physical therapists, doctors, dentists, attorneys, but they don't know how to market themselves and they don't need to because they have a great zone of genius. And one of the things that I love about small businesses is I love to partner with them and say, this is how we can present you. And we do kind of what we talked about, like how can we Show your zone of genius. How can we find the people that you really want to serve? And what are those problems that you need to solve? And how can we translate that into an online marketing space or into your marketing program? And that's the disconnect that they tend to sometimes struggle with is they're so close to their own industry. They'll start talking professional jargon and they'll start using acronyms. And I really say, okay, we got to back this up. And we need to look at the the language. What is your client saying? What's the words they're using? Because those are the words that we need to be putting in your marketing. We need to be talking about in your videos. We need to touch base with them, and we and just so to, to get them away from being so wrapped up in their own industry. And that's where an outside expert can come in and help because we see it just like you helped me in the in the when I was building this podcast. You're so close to your own stuff, and they have it in them you just have to draw it out and you just have to reframe it in a way that allows them to speak in a way that's authentic to their client. And, and just, and so small businesses are great, but I feel like when you're trying to do that small business owner and you're wearing all the different hats, you need to figure out what you do well and then find the people that can help you, whether that's an accountant, a website, site developer, you don't need to be doing all the things because that's where I see so many businesses Try to do it all and they're doing nothing well because they can't do their zone of genius because they're too busy trying to figure out how to market and how to put in the systems and how to do their books. So, really invest in those people that allow you to go do your zone of genius and blow up what you're
0: supposed to do. And that gives them the ability to take you to the next level. I love it. Okay. Question on that uh, video or copy written with graphics, TikTok, yes or no? There's my question.
1: Video. Video is the way of the future. And I always tell my clients, there's three things that really make up your personal brand. It's your name, it's your face, and it's how you make people feel. And there's only one way or the best way that you can do that. I think about how much copy you have to write to to portray how you make people feel. And again, if you're not showing up in your own photos, there's no way for them to connect that name and that face. So when you get on video, whether you're doing video on LinkedIn or you're making a TikTok or Instagram Reels, that personal video where they see you talking and they're making that connection, that is the power. There's so much power in that. And that is how maybe they might follow you for a year, but they're following you and they're building that, that relationship with you every time they watch that video. So if you have to lean into one thing in your business, it is video, video, video. And again, you want to put that video where your clients are hanging out. That's the way you kind going to have to do the hard work and figure out where are my clients? Because if your clients are hanging out on LinkedIn, posting videos on Instagram is really not going to be what converts. So you have to do that hard work to figure out where to
0: post them. But video is the future. I love it. Okay. So... Let's move on to systems in business. I feel like this is where I need the most (laughs) help. (laughs) So so let's talk a little bit about systems. Why is that important? And maybe some of your favorite systems that are the most efficient or what you do in your business.
1: So I have a business coach that I used to work with, and she has two sayings that every day I think about. One is systems are sexy. And the other is you're only as strong as your systems And that really is the mindset you have to have when it comes to running your business. You can run your business on the back of a napkin, but it is exhausting because you have no way of tracking. You can't look at your metrics. You don't know how to find your clients. And the number one thing that I see a lot of people do is they're running their business exclusively through social media. And social media is like a restaurant. They close it down tomorrow. Everything is gone. So my number one thing is you need a way to own your client list. And I have a CRM. I love 17 hats That's the CRM that I use. There's lots of other good ones out there. Just Google CRMs. But a CRM can be a beast to set up. So even if you do it in a Google spreadsheet and Google Docs where you just write out all your templates and you're constantly sending, you're not reinventing the wheel. We don't want to be writing the same email to the same client every day. So I, you could start off with something simple as keeping it in Google Drive. And then once you build your templates of emails and you have a way to track your client list, then you're going to move into a CRM. And that's where you're really going to map out your workflow and have everything automated. Because when you have it invested in a good CRM, I was on the beach in Hawaii drinking cocktails and people were booking sessions for me back home. And I came back home from vacation. Payments had been taken. Things have been scheduled. And so it, you want to have those systems. And I would say outside of the CRM, having a booking system, an automated booking system, Calendly. Again, my CRM does it for me, 17 hats, but you want to find a way that people can book automatically, whether it's just a discovery call, a design appointment. You do not want to be going back and forth, spending 45 minutes to an hour scheduling one appointment because that really is exhausting. And all that test switching is draining your energy. And if time is money, you are wasting your time. And so you're you're not making money, you're wasting money. So an automated system to schedule. And then the third one is a payment system. I am shocked by how many people do not have a solid payment and accounting system set up. You need to have a way to take payments online. And not only to do that, but send your clients the invoice. You want to be the professional in the room. And I always say that the thing I love about systems is when your systems are dialed in, you will never leave your client having to ask the question, what's next? Because your system has already mapped that out. When you're onboarding someone and someone gives you a payment, you can set up an email right away to go in and say, welcome, these are the next steps in the journey. And then after that, they can confirm it in 24 hours before the appointment. All these things are automated and you're out doing what you love and not sitting around sending emails and trying to figure out how to send invoices, or confirming bookings, because all that's automated. And that's the heaviness of a business. That's what most business owners want no part of So so the more you can automate it, the more you can do what you love and not
0: have to do all these things that tend to weigh us down. I love that. Oh, my gosh, these are amazing tips, Shelly. Thank you so much for sharing all of this today with us. So, so exciting. So I would love to talk about your brand new podcast. Congratulations to you. Amazing, amazing. It's been so fun to watch you on this journey. And I would love for you to tell our listeners about your new podcast. Thank you. So the new podcast is called
1: Educated, Empowered and Inspired. And that is exactly what I want to do to help people not get camped out in that area of stuckness. So many people are stuck, not only in life, but in business. And some of the topics that we've already talked about, they're stuck. They don't know how to move forward. How do I start a marketing program? There's just so many things. I I just want to go crawl in a hole and put my head in the sand because I don't even know where to start. Or I don't know where to start with my systems. Or it could be even something simple as mindset. I have so much fear that I can't even begin to think of really putting myself out there marketing because we have some things that we need to work on with fear and imposter syndrome and things like that. And these are things that I don't care how far you are in the business journey. Every single entrepreneur battles them daily. And there's even statistics that say sometimes the more successful you are, the bigger the imposter syndrome is because new levels, new devils, right? Yes. So that's why we always have to be thinking about where we're stuck in our life. And so the the purpose behind the podcast is to educate you. We bring in a guest or an expert. I always say an expert in the room that's going to talk into a topic that we all need to be educated about. But then I don't want to leave my listeners there because I am guilty and I know so many people are just sitting around consuming, binging podcast after podcast or masterclass, whatever you are, and you never go implement it. So we want to empower our listeners and empower is a tactical and practical step from the topic that we talked about, that they can go implement this week and they can see immediate change in their life because I believe that small step builds momentum and the momentum will build the ripple effect. So I always want my guests to leave with an action item to go implement that week. And then the last thing is inspired. We've talked about it, but the entrepreneurial journey is not for the faint of heart. It can be lonely at times. It literally sometimes can make you do every self-help and personal Uh, uh, evaluation that you have to because it goes into all of your junk. And there's things that just sometimes you just think maybe I I should just throw in the towel. I know we've all thought maybe an eight, nine to five job is not so bad anymore. And so I want to leave listeners inspired because all of us have had places in our journey where we've really had to pivot. We've had to evaluate like what's working, what's not working, And how can we let go of something and move on to something better? So I want to leave them inspired to not only just go take that small step, but to step into the next version that they're meant to be in. And I really, my heart behind this podcast is I want my listeners to build a business that allows them to build a life. We don't want to be a slave to our business. We don't want to be a slave to our entrepreneurial journey. So having the right tools and steps will allow you to go out and build
0: that business that allows you to build a life that you want to live. Uh, Amazing. I love that so much. That is amazing. Shelly, tell our listeners where they can find you. My favorite place to hang out is probably Instagram.
1: I'm at Shelly Niehaus on Instagram and I do a lot of educational content. So if you like the things that we talked about today, I have video tips. Again, got to do the video, but I do video tips, tutorials, all kinds of things because Every business owner needs a little bit of help. And I have a Tuesday tip segment where they can just come and learn a quick tip to help them move on. But that's a great place to get started.
0: And then you can find all the other places from there. I love it. And of course, all of Shelly's links will be in the show notes. So uh, if you're listening, wherever you're listening from, just click the link in the show notes. It will take you to everywhere to find Shelly, her podcast, her Instagram, her website, all the places that I'll be there. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, and you wanna come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're gonna have experts there that are gonna be sharing their genius. It's gonna be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you wanna come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camylehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, whatever is your favorite platform. We will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on zoom. So super simple, just one hour, every other Wednesday, we start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there.
2: You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at infoadventurefound.org. At Well,
0: this has been so much fun. I am so excited for you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your tips and tricks and expert zone of genius and your celebration of this brand new podcast with our listeners. Just such a joy. And so, you know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs And we are going to break it down. We're going to bring them the good stuff that they can put into place, just like you said, and make a difference in their business right away. And you did that so well today, but we're not done because we also promised them that we're going to pull back the curtain and we're going to share the journey, the real authentic journey, because as successful entrepreneurs, people look at us and think she's so lucky. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Shelly, we could talk for hours about luck, right? And so, you know, they have no idea the price you paid. They have no idea what it took for you to have the success that you enjoyed today. And so we're going to pull back the curtain right now. Are you ready? I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's inspire these people. Okay. So we'd love to start with the good. So share with us a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far. I love to see the
1: impact that I make on each individual person. I feel sometimes in this world of vanity metrics and scalability and we get lost in the numbers. The best part about my journey is I literally get to watch the transformation impact of one individual person at a time. Whether it was in a photography session when I was doing branding sessions, I would just show the camera to my clients and they would sit up straighter. And they, they're they like, I look like that? Like you captured that? And it was just allowing them to see themselves through my eyes. Because again, we are so close to our own journey. Sometimes we don't see it. And now that I do that in coaching, they'll have that aha moment. And I'll say, you've had it in you all along. We've just got to take it. And we've got to massage it a little bit. And we just have to put it onto the world. And again, they sit up straighter. And they think, you know what? I can do this. I can build that email list. I can launch that product. I can implement that system. And just seeing someone go from thinking that or seeing themselves one way and to seeing themselves in a whole different light is the the reason I get up and do what I do every day.
0: Oh, and you know, Shelly, you know, you're making an impact when you're more excited about their success than you are <laughs> your own. Like that's when you know, like, okay, I think I got this. Right. Uh, yes. And that's when the, the, The impact is unlimited. You, there's no stopping that. It is, it goes beyond and beyond. And I just love that. And I love that about you because that comes out in your energy, in the work that you do. It's that it's not selfish or not just for you, but it's, it's, you're being better so you can help them be better. And you're just making such a huge impact. And I just love that. And I love the message and just all that you stand for. So that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that that's the part where they think you're lucky. But let's t- <laughs> let's tell them about the bad part. We'll save the ugly for last, but let's tell a little story about the bad part of these the journey you've taken.
1: So on the flip side, there is the client that doesn't like their images. And I was I'm from a very people-pleaser background. I want people to be happy. And of course, I wanted everyone to always love their images, always feel that I showed up and delivered an amazing product to them. And while I did, you can't control what other people see when they see a photo of themselves. There's just so many layers there of their own history, maybe body image. And, and these could be beautiful size two women that you would think could be on the cover of a magazine. And you could watch them just pick their photos apart and it broke my heart. And I just remember at that time, I would lay awake at night before sending a client their gallery or having their their sales session and just worry about if they were going to like their photos. And I had anxiety about how they were going to receive their photos. And I had a woman one day, a very wise mentor of mine say, you can't control how other people receive the gift you've given them. You show up, you do your best. You make sure the lighting's on point, the posing. You've done your part. And if it is consistent with your body of work and the images on your website and the, the portfolios you deliver to other clients, that's all you can do. And you give them that gift of your talent and you have no control over how they receive it. And once I made that mindset shift and realized how they received their photos was about them and it was not it had nothing to do with me, as long as it was good quality work, that gave me the freedom to be like, okay, this is, there, there's a lot of layers. And as I said earlier, entrepreneurship brings it all out. It brings out all your insecurities and your anxieties. So just learning that, but it was really hard to have someone that you poured so much time and energy and just love into sit there and pick apart your
0: images because <laughs> they didn't like the way they looked in them. And that's so sad because deep down, you know that they're not picking apart the images, they're picking apart themselves. Mm -hmm. And it shows, it pulls back the curtain and shows you the inside of that person and how they see themselves and how they feel about themselves. And I think there's nothing more sad than that. And, you know, and as a photographer, like I know that, you know, you take responsibility for what that end result is and for that happy customer. But the saddest part is to know that that's how they see themselves. And you see them through these beautiful eyes of, uh, you know, of belief and possibilities, right, and endless possibilities. And they are picking themselves apart because of their shortcomings that they Mm -hmm. feel they have. I can't even imagine that struggle. I know you said it caused you to be ill, to not sleep and to have anxiety and all the things. And I I can see how that can happen. But I'm so glad that you have moved away from that part in a sense of like you understand now that you can't you can't control the gift. Right. You can't control how they how they receive Oh, my gosh. Yes. I never thought of that, though. I think we all need to be, be kinder kind to, to ourselves. Your photographers and, yes, yourself. I think. <laughs> and yourself, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking is in front of our <laughs> photographer, we need to be on our best behavior and be really <laughs> kind to ourselves and love ourselves, right? Oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that was even fun. And that was the band. So let's talk about a story about the ugly part of the journey.
1: I would think the ugly part of my journey is I played small for way too long. I started this business as a young 27 year old. I had so much insecurity comparison. And this again was before the internet even really was a thing. There was no Facebook so that we blame it on social media, but it was there long before social media, social media just maybe had brought out more of our insecurities But I would just use the words like, I'm just this, I'm just that, or I, I just didn't believe in myself. I did not believe in myself. And I come from a very self-reliant bootstrapping type background. So I never invested in the people to teach me to believe in myself. And it wasn't until probably 2018, I was at a conference and I met some business coaches and it was a photography conference at the time. And I signed up for their high-level coaching program. And that's when my life changed. Because I decided... And it, it was just a whim thing. I'm very big on my intuition. I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And it was the day... the bu- I stopped letting fear drive the bus. I stopped playing small. I stopped having those insecurities. And they're still there. But I decided I'm here and I'm going to play. And I'm going to play with the big boys. And the first thing that... I learned is when you, where you put your money, the energy will flow. And just taking myself seriously enough to invest changed my business because I took myself seriously. My, that was the year I tripled my income because I, I just said, this is it. And you show up when you, there's money on the table, you're going to do the work. You're not going to blow it off or not go to that coaching call. So just um, seeing that I am here for a reason, I have an impact and I was not only doing myself a disservice by playing small, I was doing all the people that I'm here on this earth to serve. I was doing them a disservice because I wasn't showing up and doing what I was supposed to do to help them build the businesses, to help them go change people's lives. It's that ripple effect that I talked about. And I just see so many other people playing small. And if I could just, just te- go back, I wish I could talk to my 27-year-old self and say, please don't play small. You're, you're, gonna, you're, you've got, you're made for so much more. And stop looking to the left and the right and making the comparisons and letting fear drive that bus and just go out there, put your head down, work hard and think about the people that you're going to make an impact with. And, And that was it. I think at that age, I was thinking more about myself rather than the people I was there to serve. And maybe that's just age, maturity, wisdom. But now I don't think about myself anymore. I think about the people that I'm showing up to serve. And that's what fires me
0: up. And just that transformation has changed my business. I love it. Oh my gosh. This has been such a great conversation, Shelly. Thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing your story for, and being vulnerable to share, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, the, the things we don't talk about as entrepreneurs, but the real things that every entrepreneur deals with every day. And so I love that you're here doing that. Congratulations again on your amazing new podcast educated, empowered, inspired. Uh, I just can't wait to see where that goes and the impact that you're going to make with all the people. And before we say goodbye, I love that on every episode of your new podcast that you always end with a little message to your listeners. So before we end with our Invincible message, I would love to invite you to end with yours.
1: I always like to leave my listeners with the final saying, don't get stuck. Keep going
0: and be brave. I love that. And to our listeners, you can click the links to find Shelly everywhere that she is and make sure to listen to her podcast. You're going to love every single message. You're going to learn so much. And I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Tell them, Shelly, get back up. You've got this. You got it. You can do it. Whatever it is, you could do anything.